Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's up, bitch? Your girl Slime Ronnie, one and only. Now just give class with the progress report. Yeah, bitch. The progress report. What's going on? It's your girl Lala Shepard. This is a new episode of Skipping Class presented by The Progress Report. And I'm super honored to have you here today. Um, I love what y'all doing. I love it. I think it's super dope. We had Gloss Up up here, K Carbon, um, Eliza too. So mm -hmm. I think it's just super dope what y'all doing. So thank you for being here. Salute to you. Salute to Kadeem. But we got Slime Maroney, the one and only in the building. How you feeling? Feel great, can't complain. That's what's up. And I heard you used to skip class, so now you're skipping class with us. <laughs> For sure. Okay. <laughs> now I know in you know previous interviews you you told us what your name means, but I want to just ask you like just to break down your name. Like, what does the slime part mean for you exactly? Because you know slime can mean a lot of different things. Yeah. So the slime part really came from the homies, just like growing up in Memphis, you know that mm. type of lifestyle. But like as I start getting old, it start like really mean it like a spiritual thing to me so it's really like that duality like being your highest self but like never forgetting where you come from so I see like yeah I keep the peace but I can also get gangsters sometimes mm. so for sure and then Ronnie just turn around because bitch fine you know period okay <laughs> it's the natural beauty for me like, yeah. yes so have um people ever thought you was affiliated with YSL because of your name <laughs> Everything on YSL, everything on with NBA Youngboy, mm. all type of shit. Yeah, I bet. Okay, well, let's get into your background. Um, I thought it was interesting to learn that you grew up Catholic. <laughs> yeah. So I went to, it was crazy, I went to a Catholic grade school and high school, so I know all about the masses and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it's a misconception that only white people do that, you know, mass and stuff. Yeah. So, like, can you explain you know what a mass service is okay so the catholic church i can't really i don't really know to, to tell you the difference between like christianity and catholicism but like the mass go like you walk in everybody sit down priests come in everybody stand up everybody singing like a slow long ass song we say some it's a lot of standing up sitting down yeah. a lot of long ass prayers it's kind of like it kind of is like a spiritual thing. They be like mm. incense and stuff, and like saying little chants in this, that, and the third. So, yeah, a lot of stand up, sitting down, a lot of chanting. Got you. <laughs> now, have you ever been to a traditional like black church? Oh hell yeah! Like okay. I still got family who Baptist, been to plenty of Baptist funerals, all okay. that shit. So I know how that shit get down. So like, tell us the differences that you notice between those two services. Well, Catholic church start on time and Facts. they end on time. Yes, they do. And the black church, they start at like 10 o'clock and then somebody be like, go on, pastor. It be like <laughs> 1 o'clock. So Facts. that's the difference. A lot of shouting, hooting, hollering, people more expressive in like the Baptist church versus that. But like, it's pretty much the same really besides that. Nah, for sure. <clears throat> and that was one thing I will say, like, just, you know, growing up, like I said, in grade school and high school, I did appreciate that when we start on time, we ended on time. Right. So, you know what I mean? But nah, that's that's interesting. Though. I think that's cool because, again, I think it's just a misconception that it's only a white people thing. Oh, no. Yeah. We actually. Okay. <laughs> now, um, I want you to discuss your life before music. What was you doing? Shit, I was... I was modeling a lot 
I was into like painting and stuff, poetry, things like that. Just, but I was also like really like nonchalant. Like I ain't give a fuck about a lot of stuff. Like just being emo, fuck the world type shit. So like I gave a fuck. I'm like I can do this. I see how this shit turn out. But at the same time, like whatever. Like well, if it happens, it happens. If it don't, it don't. I don't care. For sure. Um, what's been the hardest adjustment to fame so far, if any? I say, I don't know, sometimes them comments, mm. the for comments, I be want to come through that phone on their ass, I swear to God. That's one of the hardest things, but like everything else be like, it's been pretty smooth, like navigating. For sure. Too. With the comments, like, like, do you feel like you have to read them or you just like, what, what is it? Nah, like, cause I like, I don't even go to look at no nigga comments. I be seeing like what my folks be saying and gotcha. shit. I be wanna like they shit, reply and stuff. Now I fuck around and see somebody say some shit. I be like, like the type of bitch I am, like, how, let me tell you something. But then I'm like, the level I'm on can't get on my energy, but it be so fucking hard. Cause it's like, how you just don't know who you fucking with. I swear to God, but it's like, hey, you'll never know. For sure. So I believe it at that. Real shit, real shit, man. Um, so we celebrating 50 years of hip hop, which is a beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. um, so who are some of your musical influences and have you met any of them people yet? Music influences? Nah, I ain't met my top five. So my top five is no particular order. Yeah. But Lil Wayne, Eminem, Outkast, Missy Elliott, and I fuck with Biggie, but like Future, cause like he yes. like my generation type shit. So. Show. Yeah, them my top. I met Future like one time, like a long, long time ago before I got on and shit. Mm. But like everybody else, no. Not yet. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. For sure. <laughs> you know Future's oldest son, he does music. Type shit. Yeah. Okay. You need to link with him. His name King Kobe. That is, hey. yeah. Get at me. For yeah. sure. <laughs> we did his first interview, but we're going to set that up though. But I think that'll be fire. Oh God. I think that'll be fire. Yeah. So I know you've been doing your thing for a minute. You know, if you look back, like you got projects out dating back to 2017 I think so you've been doing your thing for a minute for people that don't know so like let us know like how and when did you get into music so I got into music like I was in college mm. so it was my freshman year she like was it really giving a fuck about stuff so started like freestyling just on some high shit or whatever then I started like taking it seriously I just got so much support just and I wasn't even trying to, for real. So I was like, damn, I always knew I wanted to do something creative, but I just never knew, like, what it was. So, like, from then on, like, I made a SoundCloud, then I got on DistroKid, then I just kept, mm. like, pushing myself and finding ways to, like, get myself out there. For sure. Did you like how you sounded when you first recorded? Back then, yeah. Okay. But listen, hell nah. Yeah. <laughs> I sound baby as hell. It's just, no, it ain't got shit on the slime that you see. Nah, for sure. There's one thing I will say, like, when people talk about your name, they like your voice. Yeah. They you love like your my voice. voice. Okay, hey, it turned you on. Hey, <laughs> nah, for sure. What's your thoughts on, like, an artist like, you know, like Sexy Red and, and Suki, the females that, you know, talk about sex and they lady parts, you know what I'm I mean? I'm here for it. I'm here for, for sure. all the ratchet shit, all the ghetto hoochie mama shit. For sure. Here for it, because I grew up listening to Trina, so like yes. this shit ain't, 
this shit ain't nothing new, you know what I'm saying? It's just a new generation of like females talk about like the same topic type shit, but like I support all the girls, like sexy, suki, everybody. I got love for everybody, no kill. Nah, same, same. I think it's interesting, um, you know, I feel like the females get criticized for talking about their bodies, but yeah. When niggas say certain shit sexually, like it's it's not a problem. Nobody gives a fuck. It's crazy. Yeah. So, welcome. Okay. <laughs> this is how I feel. Period. Now we getting back into your music. Mm -hmm. Um, what would you say was like your big break moment when people started to pay attention to you and like recognize your name? Who I say honestly. Before I linked up with the girls, I linked up with my girl AR hey. and my cousin JXB, and we had did a song called Macaroni. Yep. And like that was the first time like I really like spent some bread on the video with like promo and all that type of stuff. Mm. So like that's when my name really started like getting on people's tongue in the city. I think. For sure, and you know what's crazy? I didn't even know AR the Mermaid was coming, but I was gonna ask you about linking with her too. So I think that's super dope. Um, so talk about that experience though, like when you did spend your own money, like how did that feel and like what did it look like? You ain't got to say the amount, but like <laughs> what did it look like and you know, how did it make you feel spending your own money on your, you know, music? What's up classmates? Are you an artist, producer, creator, entrepreneur, and you're looking to get more content and exposure? Check in with us at the Progress Report. In addition to that, we also offer promo packages. So if you want to get an interview or you want to get your product placed on the progress support, make sure y'all shoot us a DM or just email us at admin at tprmediagroup.com. So DM or email us today for your interview on the progress support. Let's go. The progress report. I always did that, like coming mm. up independent one, no manager, no team, no nothing. Like it was just me coming up with this shit out of pocket. So like it really wasn't nothing. Like I just saw that shit as an investment. I remember being in my room and I'm talking to them. I'm like, hey, this joint this much, like y'all put in, you know, this, that, and third, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. we was just really like putting our heads together. It was like, this shit gotta work. So I shit just working together. And yeah, people started fucking with it. Hell yeah. How did y'all meet? Damn. Damn, bitch, we met off Instagram, oh God. Mm. I told her, I thought she was a catfish at first. I'm like, this <laughs> how real, this how real she got all these followers and she did, uh-uh, this bitch can't be from, and she from Memphis. This how can't be real, can't be real. Then right. I end up seeing her again, and I was like, oh, this how for real, she the real deal. So a we show. just started DMing each other. We been cool ever since. That's hard, man. I Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. I think, you know, why, why I fuck with y'all is just because, like, y'all proving that, you know, females ain't all catty. Like, females can work together and do some dope shit. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. another misconception, like, that females can't work together. Nah, fuck that. We sure. taking shit over. Facts, facts, facts. Okay, now um, I seen that Gloss Up recently released her project, The Shades of Gloss. So talk about being featured on one of those records. It was you, K Carbon, Aliza. Um, so talk about that. So Gloss was out here. She was at the studio. And she just called me to come up there. I wasn't doing shit, so I just came up there. And yeah, she told me what it was, what she wanted to be like. You know, that shit ain't nothing to us. So For like, sure. whenever my bitches need something, like if I can make it, come out, support, whatever the fuck, that's what I'm gonna do. Definitely. 
Definitely, man. Yeah, Gloss Up gave us a dope-ass interview, too, man. And what I respect about her, you know, she a mom doing this shit. So it's like, man, there ain't no excuses. Oh, God. There ain't no excuses, man. Um, and we got a salute to Hit Kid, too. We had him up here as well. You know, Hit Kid for president. Yeah, so, shout out to Big Shoes. For sure. <laughs> Damn. Damn. <laughs> See, she said it. I ain't said it. Now, okay, now, describe y'all work chemistry. What is it like in the studio with Hit Kid? So... It be like, when it be time to work, it be time to work. Like, he don't sure. be here, none of this shit. But, like, we respect it, though. But, like, when it's time to play, when it's time to have fun, like, we kick it, laugh, joke, all that type of stuff. But, like, he come in there with an idea. Like, he'll have, I don't know, I guess he's, like, just pre-planning this shit before he come in. Then he just come with his laptop ready. Yeah. Be like, hey, I got this beat. I want to. I want y'all to talk about whooping somebody's ass or whatever. We just be like, okay, boom, we go in there, do what we do, and we just keep it rolling type shit. Absolutely, man. You hit kid, man. He a genius. Nah, for he real. He a genius. Now, y'all done went viral several times with different records. So, like, recall just seeing yourselves go viral. Like, what was what was that feeling and the, the moments like? Bro, I was just excited as hell, like, finally getting some recognition. Like, yeah. finally folks see me, hear me. Like, sure. I'm getting more fans, more this and more that. Like, I was just excited just trying to, like, run this shit up, honestly. Damn right. So, with Shibuya, is it go yet? Yeah. It is? Yeah. Okay, congratulations. <laughs> thank you. That's thank what's you. up. That's Appreciate what's up. It. That's what's up. Um, what was your first thoughts when you heard Lola Brooke on the remix? I thought it was different, like, but I like when folks, like, can take they sound and, like, be on somebody else's shit and still, like, get down with they flow but still keep it they own. Like, I love that shit. I love her voice, her swag, and everything. So I was excited for her to be on the song. For sure. And then, so are we going to get a video to that, or...? Uh, I don't think so. I think okay. the time kind of passed for gotcha. that, but in the future, you know, we're going to make sure we, we popping out more features, more this, more that. Okay. Yeah. Now, I know you hate answering this question. Everybody want to know where the collab project at, you know, uh, be asking Hit Kid. I see y'all working in the studio, so I know it's coming. And I seen Glorilla posted a snippet of y'all, you know, uh, in the studio, I think, recording a song. So, like, what we looking like? <laughs> We looking like real soon around this motherfucker that's ass looking. I don't want to say no exact dates, but just be on the lookout. Stay tuned. I got you. I got you. Um, so was you at the FNF video shoot? Yeah, I was in there. Okay. So they see me with the beer. I mean, I, it was so much going on in the video. And what's crazy is it released like a year ago, a couple of weeks ago from today, which is crazy to even yeah. think about. So, okay. Talk about the experience at the video shoot. Man, so he had said this shit last minute in the group chat, like, hey, we doing the video, pull up, da, da, da. so, no folks were like two hours late. I'm, you guys, no folks, I'm always the on time. Hey, I love that. be late. I love that. So I'm on, so I'm just sitting in my car, smoking chili or whatever, so they pull up, and then, I know she played the song before, mm. so like, I was like, you know, trying to keep learning the words and shit like that, and then, just a whole bunch of weed and bird <laughs> shit got involved. We just got turned the fuck up. And we just, just everywhere. Then we got in the middle of the street. This shit went viral on fucking Facebook and Man, shit. What? Like, it was crazy. Like, it was mm. a lit ass day. Hell yeah, it looked like it. <laughs> it just looked like fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember mm. when that shit um, went viral. Like, just 
Everybody posted it. Everybody posted like, damn, what is this? Like, it sounds dope, but the video, like, brought the energy too. You know yeah. what I mean? So that's hard. Yeah. Um, was you at the um, original remix video shoot with Sweetie? Yes. Okay, so I know we talked about that uh, with K Carbon a little bit. So talk about that experience and how was Sweetie? Sweetie, nice as fuck. Like she literally is a sweetie. Like she's her name, but like she was just so cool and like was like wanting to get to know us. Like we were in the studio talking, like asking us what's our sign and all that stuff. Mm. So like she was just real cool, like real just like embracing us. So like I fuck with that. Like folks like seeing somebody coming through and got respect to show love. Like I can't do nothing to show love back. Hell yeah. I mean, I get that vibe from Sweetie. She seemed like she just solid, you know? Yeah. So that's what's up. That's a dope experience, man. I, I wanted that version to come out because it looked fun. Like, y'all was on top of the Jeep. I'm like, damn, that Bruh, shit look lit as hell. That shit was way more lit than what y'all saw. Like, I swear mm. to God, like, the whole night, the whole day. Like, we was doing that shit till, like, 7 o'clock the next morning. The video shoot? Yes. Shit. Swear to God, like, we were through, but... But yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. someday in the future yeah, I'll see that. I don't know. It could be part of a documentary. That'll be fire. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. Um, so Glorilla recently released a video. She said that you should be toxic in your 20s. Do you agree <laughs> with that? <laughs> I agree to I a certain too. extent. Okay. What's the extent? <laughs> so I'm 26. So yeah. like I didn't already like live most of my 20s doing all the shit that I wanted to do and stuff. But I feel her because it's like, like she said, you only gonna be in your 20s like one time around. Like nice. live it up, do what the fuck you wanna do, but like be smart. Like don't be stupid about this shit. Right. But like, don't feel like, just don't get caught up with these niggas. Don't get caught up with these bitches. Like, bro, you young and turned. The world is yours. Like don't let nobody or nothing like keep you down. Like just, Go the fuck up, cause once we old and we our backs hurting and all that shit, like we ain't got the time to turn back do this shit. So do this shit now, like tomorrow ain't promised. Thirty minutes from now ain't promised. Do what the fuck you want to do. Real shit. Well, I agree with it. I'm I'm 32 myself, and you know people still describe me as toxic, so I'm trying to get better. <laughs> but I do agree, people should be toxic in their 20s, but be responsible. Yeah. So I okay. agree with that. Um, we was talking about uh, zodiac signs early. I think your birthday in May. Mm -hmm. What's your sign? Taurus. Taurus. So tell me some traits of a Taurus. I don't know too much. So Taurus, people say like we real stubborn. Mm. I just feel like like <laughs> once my mind made a best something, and I already added up the facts. Yeah. Man, you can't tell me shit. I don't want to hear none of that. But it's like for a good reason. I just stand on the shit. Like I'm just all about like true justice, all this stuff. We like luxury, but we like comfortability as well mm. like yeah i like the fine things i like but i also enjoy simple luxuries like like comfy ass blankets and yeah. cozy ass socks little shit like that we love food we do not play by no motherfucking food okay and we loyal we down like a motherfucker like mm. we ride or die for sure that's what's up okay <laughs> uh-oh uh -oh. wait what's, what's your sign <laughs> oh shit. Mm. Toxic. I ain't gonna lie, y'all got a bad reputation. I ain't, well, we gonna get into it in our interview though. I ain't gonna do you like that right now, but damn. Okay, all right. So let's talk about dating for a little bit. I know you be talking about certain things on your Twitter and on your music and all that good stuff. So have you ever dated anybody in the music industry? No, I feel no, that. No, 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 no. It's not that I won't, I yeah. just haven't. But like seeing how these folks be coming, I probably won't. Man. <laughs> 
Listen, I ain't trying to be a nobody song. That's why I ain't trying to do that shit. You ain't finna have me on your voice be a cussy. Well, ain't no way. Hell nah. Mm-hmm. So how is it dating for you though? Like, you know, especially now when you meet new people and is it a thing where it's like, you got to make sure they, they fuck it with you for you and not just cause you know, the things that you can provide and things, you know? Man, I ain't no duck. So like, you ain't yeah. finna try to get up on me. For sure. Number one. But like, Folks be cooning at me like niggas just be saying shit like I'm fine. Like who gives a fuck? Like we already know that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like niggas game be weak as hell. Like don't nobody even try to put that motherfucking foot down. You feel me? Sure. But it's like I do got some options. I do got like a couple folks on standby type shit. Period. But like I'm really just trying to pour into me right now. Like I'm not stunning niggas. I'm not stunning bitches. I'm just really trying to like do me. Get what the fuck I need to get out of life, and then I can settle down and do all the other shit. But like, bitch, what she say? Live at my toxic twins. Okay, I respect that. Hmm. So, do you date females and males, or okay, period? Yeah. Is yeah. it a difference when dating? Mm, niggas lie a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, "This is ludicrous." But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Niggas, nah, for real, niggas lie because... They can't, they feel like they can't tell the truth and get what they want. Mm. That's what I feel like it is. So, like, niggas just be, it be too much cap with niggas and females. Like, they be cool. I ain't gonna lie. They be real deal. Like, lovey dovey with a nigga. This shit kind of scared me on God. Like, you see, I'm a gangster. It take me a little minute to get there. So, I'm gonna just immediately just be all up on a nigga, this shit. I'm trying to balance that, like my feminine, masculine side, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, women, I say, like, women got more game. Hell it. yeah. Absolutely. I definitely yeah. agree 100%. <laughs> I think females are super emotional, which is good and bad sometimes, you know? So I think it's just super intense when you're dating a female. Yeah. So sure. I respect that. Um, what's your recording process like, and what's your studio essentials? What you got to have when you're in a booth? Gotta have some weed. I can't have no liquor no more. That shit made me go to sleep. Oh my goodness. But I need some food. Need some food, need some water for sure. And like usually, usually I like to have shit wrote before I go. So like I write all my own shit. So I usually like to have that stuff ready so I can just go in there, boom, boom, boom. Mm. But like it do be times when like I do be just having to write on the spot or something like this. So like that's cool too. Just like keep me on my toes. So like, yeah. Either one of those, that's how I really be moving. It don't really be a lot of people with me neither. Like, I really just be like, so a lot of my folks ain't out here yet, so. For sure. So, but uh, but yeah, just weed, good food, mellow vibes. Okay. Okay, let me let that go by. All right, so I want you to talk about, you know, going on tour and getting ready for a tour, like with your stamina and stage presence. How did you get ready for those things? I did not. <laughs> I did practice. I didn't do shit. For sure. I didn't do a goddamn thing. Okay. I was just like, when she was like, it's ready, we ready to go. 
I was just ready to go. Make sure I had my shit in order that see, but I ain't had no dancers or none of that. You know what I'm saying? So like, but it was cool though, just being able to like come up with these girls and just be with them like on a day-to-day -day basis and stuff like. Yeah, yeah. It was fun like seeing, experiencing different cities and stuff and just seeing the different crowds. Like this shit, like, uh, I don't even say once in a lifetime cause I'm going on tour again. Oh, of course. But like doing that shit with your friends, like that's damn near like one once a lifetime experience. Definitely, man. What was like the biggest learning lesson that you kind of took away from that? Ooh, 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 let me see. Damn. Mm. It's so many. I yeah. learned so much shit on that tour guide. Damn, I don't know. I say like, just be prepared for anything. Like, mm. just don't think like, Oh, they got it. Oh, no, have backups for everything. You, if y'all make, you got makeup artists, make sure you know how to do your own makeup. You got, you know what I'm saying? You gotta just be prepared for the worst, basically. Mm, that's real shit. And I think, you know, um, with a female, it's, it's so much preparation that goes into it. So mm -hmm. I feel that 100%. Yeah. Um, I want you to speak about connecting with Gangsta Boo. Um, you know, when was the first time that y'all connected? You know, again, like shit, Kay Carbon was speaking very highly of her. That was before I think she passed. I can't even remember, but yeah. talk about that. Man, when we had first started going viral for Set the mm. Tone, she had posted us on her page and was just like showing us love and stuff. We was like, oh shit. So, you know, we saying stuff in the comments or whatever, woo -woo -woo. and then eventually like she just started like following us like mm. one by one. And then she was just like, connect with us like individually type shit but still show us love as a collective so like for me and her relationship like she would just always be like just tell me how pretty i am just so, like how dope and different i am and how she was just excited to see like what i'm finna bring to the world and stuff like that and we had our song together you know what i'm saying like she crazy she crazy as ever like in the best way like mm. just nobody nobody's ever gonna be like another gangsta boo. For real. And that shit suck, man. Like, the top of the motherfucking year, fool. Like, I know she was finna go crazy. I know she was finna get back in her bag. And it's just, it's real sad. It's unfortunate. Like, she was really like, like an auntie type shit. Like, she really like embraced us. It was like, I'm rooting for y'all type shit. So, yeah, it sucks. She ain't here no more, for real. I love I her. I thought it was dope though that she did get to get her flowers, you know, from y'all at least, you know what I mean? So then she was appreciated and, and understood, you know what I mean, what she did, you know, for yeah. Memphis and female artists though. So I, I did think that was dope that she did get to receive that love and them flowers, but definitely an unfortunate situation for sure. Yeah. Um, has LaChat ever reached out? Yeah, me and LaChat, we be on. Instagram, we be commenting on each other's stuff very okay. stuff, but like, I definitely want to do a song with her for sure, like, yeah, like, this that classic Memphis shit, like, Man, we bring what? back that gangsta bitch music. For sure, okay, so I mean, when y'all go get in the studio? Man, really, I'ma just hit her ass up and then whenever, it's just gonna happen when it's gonna happen, basically. I hear that, now that's gonna be fire, I love to hear that, that's what's up, salute to the chat too, hell yeah. Um, so. We know you switch up your hair and your looks, you know, a lot. So have people <laughs> ever not recognized you when you switched up your hair? Bro, I'm just telling AR this. Somebody thought I was her one time. Oh, shit. I'm like, okay. How? We not even the same skin tone, nothing. Supposed to came up to me, are you K Carbon? Like, 
look shit she like switch up her hair too exactly yeah. so I'm like we don't look shit like each other like I don't know fuck me think I'm car fuck me think I'm Lisa and shit like I don't goddamn know yeah fuck me confused as hell for sure like you know females can do that though we had uh Callie up here and she know she got locks but then mm. she had it a wig and nobody knew who she was when she went out I'm like you know with females let's just have beat though yeah so yeah. but yeah that's funny <laughs> So, are you signed? Yeah. Okay, who are you signed to? Giffen. Okay. Talk about that. How did that situation come about? So, I got a producer homie. His name is Slade the Monster. And um, he cool with the president at Giffen. And so, like, they was just chopping it up, like, for some months or whatever. And, you know, he was just telling him about me. And so, dude just came to see about me. He liked what he saw. And that's it. Okay, well, congratulations. Thank you. So, like, what's the differences that you noticed from, you know, before being signed, like, just in terms of the, the workload, the help, just anything? I say, like, once you get to a certain level, like, folks be feel like, oh, you get some money, you get a little cloud, like, cool. Like, nah, like, you really got, like, goals and ambition beyond just making it hit sound. Like, you got to work, like, 10 times, 100 times, if you a female, really. Yeah. Harder to, like, really get there where you need to be type shit. So like, it's cool like having that support behind you, but it feel like it's a lot of pressure at the same time. Like I gotta keep up, I gotta do as good, if not better mm. than my last shit, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, got a lot of people betting on you, mm. spend their money on you and all that shit. It's like, you just, you just don't wanna fuck it up. For sure, for sure. Um, I seen you said you having fun, you know, create music. Yeah. So you still having fun, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. cool. That's the most important thing. I feel like as long as you having fun with this shit, you know what I mean? That's what it's about. Yeah. So sure. hell yeah. Um, so I want to get into your record um on your project that released in 2020. Um, it's called Thugs Cry Too. Oh. So that record, you know, I know you, you was real vocal about your dad in previous interviews, but um you said a lot of deep stuff in that record. So you said the first time that you met him was at his funeral? Yeah. So talk about that experience, like how did, you know, that make you feel? She was fucked up, like, I didn't even know, like I grew up, I was raised by my mama and my grandma, and then like my mom got married when, she, when I was like 11, 12, something like that, and then my stepdad took over from then. But like all throughout that time, like, the fuck is a father's day, I didn't know that she was a holiday, none of that, my mom didn't talk about him or none of that shit, so. I had got in contact with him when I was when I was like 16. We was just chopping up. My mom never bashed him, this, that, and third, but she just told me what it was or what it ain't, basically. And so I called him out on his shit. He tried to say, my mama a lie. I'm like, you a goddamn lie to fuck. And I ain't talked to him for years after that. So then we had reconnected when I was in my earlier 20s and stuff. And um, he was just, I mean, he just still the same. Like just, he wasn't never there at all. I know. Merry Christmas, happy birthday, nothing. So it was mm. like, he just, he just go MIA, don't say nothing. He was just on drugs, selling drugs, doing women wrong, having, I got like seven siblings. I ain't know about them till the damn funeral type shit. You wow. know, so like, it fucked me up seeing that. It's just like, like, bro, this If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. At participating McDonald's. The nigga who 
to help create me. This nigga will yeah. give me life and like, he just sitting here cold as hell. Like, I ain't never got to like talk to him face to face, hook him or nothing. So like, that shit fooled me up for a long ass time. Like during the whole funeral, my head was down. Like I was just crying the whole time. I'm just like, the house just, and then all the drama that come when a relative passed. Was Man. Just, fuck, it was fucked up, fucked up. Do you keep in contact with your siblings now? Most of them, most of them. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, man, that's that's tough. That's definitely tough. Yeah. Um, talk about some of your, you know, biggest learning lessons from the women in your life that helped raise you, you know, from your mom, your grandma, your aunt. So my mom, she really, she taught me so much game, really. But mm -hmm. the young, from the from me being young, like the earliest memory I have of her telling me like advice and stuff is like, you know, having thick skin and stuff. Mm -hmm. I used to get picked on all that stuff and. When somebody show you who they are, believe them. Um, if a nigga can't meet your standards, fuck them. Okay. Like my mom's just real, like she's she's street bitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she real cut and dry. Don't play that shit. You know what I'm saying? She ain't played back then. She don't play now. So like, mm. they always taught me to like make sure I got myself. Mm. Like I don't depend on no nigga for nothing. Like having nigga cool, like that's a little extra. You know what I'm saying? But like make sure that. You got you. And like having a nigga ain't everything. Like having friends and family and all this shit, like platonic relationships mm. is way having a village to me is way more important than just having like some nigga type shit, you know. Okay. So like my folks my folks old school, so they had taught me like whole bunch of life lessons and stuff, but like, yeah, my mama definitely instilled a lot of greatness in me for sure. For sure, man. That's what's up. That's some real shit. Yeah. Now what your mama think about you doing music? She love it. Hey, she that's love what's up. It. At first, she didn't really get it. Yeah. Cause like I said, they old school, so they come from a time where <laughs> I get like, that. You gotta work your ass off. You gotta get out the wood, have mm -hmm. a house, kids, dog, and die. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that ain't me. This some new shit that we got on out here. So at first, she was a little iffy about it, but when she started seeing how passionate I was about it, she started like getting behind and started like really supporting me and stuff. Mm. So now, like, she just be excited, like. More now than ever, she be worried like a motherfucker. Like I get that. She like, girl, stop worrying. Like you just bringing this shit on yourself. Cause I'm at her living life. I'm at her a hee hee ha ha and this shit. You over over there worrying this shit. Stop. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know that's a mom's job. They ain't gonna never yeah. stop, no matter how old you is. You know. Yeah. She said, when you have kids, you gonna understand. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what's up though. I'm happy to hear you know that she instill instilled those things in you. You know what I mean and. Um, that she's supportive of your career, so that's what's up. Yeah. Um, another thing that I know you've been vocal about is just, you know, just depression and things of that nature. And, you know, that's another reason why I fuck with y'all, because y'all y'all vocal, and I think, you know, people need to hear that, you know what I mean? Because sometimes when you're going through things, you think it's just you, oh, um, you know what I mean? So, like, for one, like, talk about, you know, I'm not going to say overcoming depression, because it's, it's a coping situation. So talk about coping yeah. with it. And then um, finding your confidence and advice to other people that need to hear it. I say like depression, like it's just it's hard for a lot of people to understand. Like it's not like I choose to be sad. I want to be sad. Like it's just it literally is a chemical imbalance in your brain. Mm -hmm. like, period. And so. Um, like when you depressed, you don't want to do nothing. You don't want to feel nothing. Like when I be depressed, like I just like sleep all day in the dark, like don't talk to nobody, all that type of shit. But um, 
But I started realizing, like, I ain't necessarily want out. I just wanted, like, the pain to stop. I just want the bullshit to go away. So, like, <clears throat> you can't control everything around you. So you can kind of control what you do. So I'm like, okay, I can't, can't control these, can't control that. What can I do? Start taking little steps to help you get better. So, like, I wake up in the morning. Besides my dog wake me up and shit. I pray, <laughs> I meditate, I stretch, you know. I say all the things that I'm grateful for. I pray for all my people and stuff. Like, I, be, I speak life into myself. Mm. And like, I think that's important. Like, when you have depression, be kind to yourself. Because I know, like, the inner dialogue. And one thing I learned about that shit, like, them negative thoughts, that shit never goes away. Like, that, you can't do it. You ain't shit. This shit don't never go away. But you, your positive thoughts got to be stronger to, like, outweigh that shit. Like, you just got to be like, bitch, you ain't talking about shit. Bitch, you just, you know what I'm saying? You got to push that shit to the side. But, like... And then I learned like finding shit that you used to like in your childhood, like if you really like coloring, if you really like gaming, whatever it is, like getting back. Cause that's really like your inner child like screaming out for like, you know what I'm saying? For some help, for attention, for stimulation, all that type of stuff. So like getting back to the essence of you type shit. But like, it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to go to therapy. It's okay to go to the inpatient. It's okay to go to outpatient, you know what I'm saying? But like, but you gotta recognize when you need help. Thanks. Absolutely. For sure, that was real shit. <laughs> you know, listen, like I said, there's so many people that go through that. Like, you know, when I was younger, I ain't have nobody to talk to, but just seeing y'all do that now for like younger kids, I think yeah. that is so dope. So continue to be vocal about that, okay? Always. For sure. Um, so our keyword here is called progress. You know, we the progress support. So what does progress mean to you? Progress means keeping that shit moving, keep mm. that shit pushing, don't let nothing stop you, no nigga, no job, no this, no that. Be focused on what you gotta do, don't let nobody negative, hating ass, opinion, the thoughts get you down. Just keep your eye on the motherfucking prize and do everything you can to do to like get where you wanna be for my period. Okay, I love that. Okay, so what we got coming next? Yeah, I got a little project, little single here yes. you know, videos, fashion, this, that. I'm giving it to y'all. Like, yeah. it's so much shit I want to do, so much shit I'm finna do. Okay. So y'all just got to stay tuned. For sure. Well, this was dope. I expected it to be dope. I love your energy. Keep okay. working. Your mama and everybody got to be proud of you. So just keep doing your thing, all right? Appreciate it. For sure. The Progress Report. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.